Okay, I guess we'll we'll start. Um, you know, as usual, anybody who wants to just unmute mute himself, please do so. Um, so we're going to discuss. Um, we're up to Yordea Sif Yordea Kofiodalit Sivav, um, which is going to discuss um, the which discusses the acceptability of of, of med. Can you buy honey wine minashuk? That's the, really the question. Um, and the um, one of the reasons why I. This is, um, we, the OU used to have, um, it could be that we still do have, I'm not familiar, we used to have a, a honey wine company in Northern California. Um, I, I was the RC, it, it, I guess it wasn't such a popular company went out of business. Um, it used to be, certainly in, you see in the post they discuss med quite often. Um, when I was in Kolel and Breuer's, there was an older a gentleman that used to come by to learn in the Kolel um, from, he was a European, um, an author, an author, Yid. He said by when by the Pesach Seder they used to drink med for the Dalit Koso. So it was a, it was a common, common drink. Um, it's less common nowadays, but certainly common drink. Med is honey wine, um, and basically, at least the company that I used to visit, I think this is pretty standard. They would. It's really uh, quite straightforward. They would take you take honey, and you add shmarim. You add some type of a yeast to the honey, and that yeast converts the honey to honey to make it make makes it alcoholic. Um, and, and that, that's the whole process. So um, I'm just gonna start out with the, we're, we're, I'm gonna start out with the Gemara, the very brief Gemara and the Tosfos, it's brief Tosfos, and then we're going to see how the Mechaber formulates this Tosfos and how the Ramah, what his spin is on it. And really the focus of today is really gonna be on how the Ramah kind of revises the way that the, the, the both Tosfos and the Mechaber um, formulate the Halacha. The, the Gemara says as follows, it's on Lamed, Lamed um, Sorry, it's on really it's on Lamed Beis Amid Aleph. Starts out Amr of Yosef, Hai Chala de Shichra. Um, translate that as is is barley um, as, as malt beer. Darama Aser. That's Aser. You can't buy that minashuk. Demarve Bei Durdia. Why is that type of beer Aser? The Demarve Bei they mix in it Durdia. So Grashi Durdia Shmarim is yeast. So they take the wine yeast and that's what they use to ferment the the um, the shecher. Okay, says that that's talking about the Sheikh itself. Says Tosfos as follows on top of Lamed Beis Amad Aleph, Hilkach, Hilkach, Tzorch Lizaher, the Sheikh Devash, Shikarn Mit. We call it uh, Med. Um, you have to be careful when you buy that Minashuk. Livdoik, you have to check it out, you have to research it. Imatilin Boishmariyayim, to find out what the Hanhage is. Do they use wine yeast in order to ferment the honey? Um, so imatilin boshmar yain lehemid maher lehemid to lehemid lehemid. That's going to be a sixty-four thousand dollar question. How to translate lehemid? Here we'll just call it to, to ferment it. That, that, that would be the, the normal taich, at least in our context. Lehemid maher, so that it should ferment quickly. Kiyesh makomos shosin came. People do it. It's not unusual. There's places where they hug it in order to take the honey and make it to honey wine. They'll take wine yeast. And if that's the case, then obviously you can't buy you can't buy the the uh, the honey wine because after all it was fermented through the shmarayayin, uh, which is yain sam yenim. Okay, that's uh, tosfos. Um, the the the, the brings this this lushen and he, he gives without a caveat. Once it, we know that that's the hanhaga, so it's aser. 
That's step one. Now, here's how the, the Mechaber brings it. Tzorachli Zaher, Ubalivdoik, Vilachakar. You have to check it out. You have to research it. The Shecher, stand with beer, like the Gemara says with Shecher itself. Maybe they're using Shmarim. The Bismanazer, we, we, we know that they're not using Shmarim. And really, beer is Mutam in Ashok. I mean, I think that's what we basically tell in the consumer hotline. Someone wants to know beer, provided it's not a flavored beer. Um, beer, Bismanazer, is, uh, is, is Mutter. There's various Hashashos people have brought up. Um, they're not overwhelming. Um, they're not in terms of really undermining the Hanacha that Shecher is Mutter. Uba Mashka Shel Devash, you have to check out the Mashka Shel Devash. You have to look to see if they put in it Shmarm Shal Yayin. He doesn't use the, 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 the Lashon of Lehemid Bo. He just says you have to find out whether they use the Yayin. Says the Ramah. So that's, that's the that's Lashon Machaber. It just again says if, if they do it, and it's Mashma that it's Asr. Says the Ramah. And if it's true, with the if, and, if it, and if that is taka the derech, then at that point, the taka is aser, you're not allowed to purchase from them. Now, he brings in a, an important caveat, and this is what we're going to focus on. Provided there's not shishim of the mashka kenege the shmarim. The shmarim, we're going to say, is you need shishim, kenege it. Rabbi Gersten spoke a couple weeks ago at the previous Chabura. That's shitas Ramah, and shitas Nukudas Akesef. The Shach Pashtis that you need Shishim of, of uh, other Mashkim Keneged Shmarim. The Taz held that you need only Shisha. That seems that that's the Iker Din. And even though we're Choshesh Lechatchila for the Ramah, we, we, we make her a Din, we would hold even like the Taz that you only need Shishim. But this is the, this is the Ramah Lashitaso. You only need, you need but, but once you do have Shishim, that's really the, the focus today. Once you do have Shishim, then, then, then it's fine. So even if, even if the Hanhaga were to use Shmarim, and to ferment the honey to make it honey wine. But if you knew that, 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 that it was done it, it, it less than bitl proportions, then, or at bitl proportions, then, then it seems that he's saying it's fine. Or he gives another caveat, for who the law of provided they're also not giving it tam. Because obviously, if it's giving a flavor, if it's changing the flavor profile of the honey, it's called, we call it, uh, you know, honey wine with, with wine flavor or, even in you know, some subtle way, I guess, or it somehow is it's nicker the, the time of the wine. So then, obviously, it's also a problem. That's the time a filo bottle. So this is the Ramah. The, the Ramah says it's true; it would be a problem. It's only a problem if if it's not bottle. If it's bottle, then it's fine. So the question that we're going to discuss over here is that 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 generally we understand that there's something called a maimid, and a maimid is not bottle a filo be'elif. Lushen of Tosos over here is it's ma'imidit. Um, we'll take that Lushen, you know, we'll take that Lushen seriously and carefully. Um, the, the, the classic case of a ma'imid in the Gemara and the Vodazarin by, by Gavina is when they use the keva to add the keva to the milk, and that's the gabin, the, the milk, it makes it into cheese. And the Lushen of the, of the Gemara over there in Avodazara is. Um, the Gemara says like this: I mean, de ukme kamokim. Since it's moikim, the 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 keva is moikim the milk. The ukme kamokim choshevle kamanda isel isur leine. It's kilu. It's right there. Uh, again, since this iser in that case is moikim, I think it's making it what it needs to be. Um, therefore, we we can't we can't ignore its presence. We don't. We say it's kilu. It's nicker. Kilu. It's be'en. 
So we're going to come back to that. What do, do we understand when it says, Ki'ilu, Kamanda Isle, Surabayne? Are we supposed to take that literally? Is it just a mushal? That's a good question. But Akapanim, that's the concept of a Maimid. We also see a um, Muhammad. So we see if, let's say, you have Sa'ur, you have sourdough, or you have yeast, rather, um, that's, let's say, Sorshal Truma, and you use that Sorshal Truma in uh, Isa of Hulin. And, and so you take the sourdough that's, that's Truma, and you, 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 it's full of yeast. You toss it into the, into the Hulin. And it makes it into it, it ferments it. So then that whole um, the the bread that comes out of that is considered truma. Even if there's maya connected, it doesn't matter. It's considered the Rambam loses lashon of pulaso mifersemes. Um, the pula is, is is nicker. So that's the background to this question. Lachura, if there's if a maimid is 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 the pula is nicker over here. Lachura, the the pula is nicker in the honey and in, in changing the honey to honey wine. So the question is, we're going to have to see is what, what does it mean that something is nicker? So the Pischei Tshuva was really omit on this question. So we're just going to read the Pischei Tshuva's a couple lines, and we're going to read it inside because he formulates the question very neatly. So it says like this, the Pischei Tshuva is in hey. So he says like this, he's medayik. The Ramah says, as long if there's not shishim, then it's a problem. Says the Pischei Tshuva, Pasha the Diuk, if there's shishim of the honey connected the shmarim, then it's takamotar. So what's the chiluk over there? Lachuritz maimid over here. Lachuritz maimid. So yesh lo the shmarim loy nikra maimid. The shmarim are not a maimid. It's not a maimid. Below dami lugvina. You can't compare it. The hosam nikar iser ben. The iser is 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 nikar. It's ben. What does that mean? What does it mean? It's ben. You don't see a keva. Shachalav nikba machmasan. Since the chalav is curdling as a result of the presence of the keva of the renet, so the curdling is attributable to the renet, and it's incredible. So so he says that it's called that it's kilu. It's ben. Or it's, it, he doesn't even say kilu. He says nikar iser ben. Since it's attributable to it, then it's called its nicker. It's called even more. He says the word it's be'en. The the arkeva. That's where he's getting it from. The the gemara says it's 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 be'en. Okay. So the pischei tshuva goes on. You don't see shmarim. You you don't. It's not. You don't see anything. You don't see any transformation. All the shmarim is doing is responsible for is the alcohol, is that it's fermenting. There's no chiluk, meaning there's no visible difference between what the sheikh, what the devash looked like before the addition of the shmarim till it looked like after the addition of the, of the shmarim. There's no chiluk. So how could you call that the end? Of course, it changes the flavor profile, but it doesn't change anything about its, its physical, its visible presentation. Like it was originally, it looks the same thing now. There's no significant difference. Maybe there's a subtle difference in the way it looks. I don't know. He, he, but, but it looks like honey. It looked like honey before, and it looks like honey now. The only difference is now if you drink it, you'll you know, become intoxicated. This is not the Pischei Tshuva himself. This is coming from Pnei Yeshua. Ksav Yad Heviu B'Shayel Zhuvas Borachayim Simen Tov Mem Ches of Kod Yud Aleph. Umetam Zeh Hitter B'Shmarim Sh'overlova Pesach. Sh'nitnum L'Toch Chovish Shel Sheikher. Yeh Shishim 
Ayin Sham Oid Bezeh. So I didn't, I didn't, um, I'd like to look into this last point. He's saying even Lahalacha that you could, I don't really understand how you could do it Lachachila, um, but um, it, so he does say over there, Ayin Sham Oid Bezeh, that's important to do. So I don't want to misrepresent this, but the way the Pischei Tshuva is bringing it down, that you could even take Chamesh Lava Pesach and put it in Lachachila. Okay. Um, Ayin Sham. So Pischei Tshuva is bringing a, a beautiful Chilok. He's explaining the Ramah. The Ramah works out very nicely now. It's not a question from Pei Zion because in Pei Zion, the, 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 the pu'ula, when we say the pool is nicker by Gavina, it means that it's a visi- visible thing. And over here, it's not visible. It's just it's responsible for fermentation. Now the, the, um, so, so far, so good. There's a, there's a problem a little bit. There's a Zemachalakis um, Rishonim in Hilchas Pesach with, with, with honey, with honey wine. Um, and um, this 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 machlokes is brought in the Magen of Ram in Tafmen Beis Sifhei. The question is like this: If you take shmarim shel shecher, not shmarim shel yayin, but but yeast from beer and the production of beer, you have these dregs that fall to the bottom of the yeast. So you can recover that yeast, and then you could add it to honey. That's something that you could do with it. Otherwise, it's this probably I guess a relatively useless byproduct of the beer production is these dregs. It's full of, it's this bioactive material. You could take that and use it to ferment something. Um, so that's, um, the question is, if you use that to ferment honey um, and it becomes honey wine, is that honey wine considered chametz? And do you have to get rid of it? Um, Weiter, this is how the question is then presented. If that, that honey wine is, is made, um, if you take some of that honey wine and you use it it's it's it, if you use that to you take a sample of that or a chilek of that you put it into more honey maybe that's mechametz the next the next honey that's the question that's the machlekes rishonim and the magen Ram brings the raivan who's the, who, who's who's machmer on this and paskins like it meaning to say that if you use shecher shel shmarim and you use that to ferment honey so then that honey becomes chametz and it's high of biur. So I'm going to bring this down. The Mishnah Burr brings it down. The, this machlekes, and and I'd like to read it inside. First, the 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 lashon of the machaber and tough men base of hay is as follows. Just for some background, sheicher shoisim mechitim esoyrim. You have uh, wheat beer or barley beer. Chayavim levaro. You have to. You can't get. You have to get rid of it on Pesach. V'chein im ha'emid ha'emid. If you are ma'emid gevinas b'chala mechicher esoyrim. If you use some type of a beer, chametzik a beer to be ma'emid gevinas. Ochitim or or whatever a chametzik a beer, um, um, or I'm sorry, not beer, vinegar. Um, so if you use a vinegar to be maimed cheese, and I, I'm supposing he's talking about some type of a soft cheese, because we know that the acid and the the acetic acid and the vinegar is what's mechametz the soft cheeses. Chayv leva aram. In that case too, you have to have a cottage cheese. I don't know. You use some type of a vinegar um, in order to be mechametz um, the the gabin the cheese, but you have to get rid of it. So I'm going to learn that the, the Mishnah Bur inside is very, he puts this very beautifully. So im ha'emid. So first we're going to talk about the Gvinus, then we're going to go to our question about the Med. Um, Even if you put the vinegar in and there's a, a 250 parts of the milk connected the, the, um, the vinegar, it's never bottle. I'll tell you even more than that. Shekol davar ha'maymid so what does it mean? Okay, so it means, we're going to come out to say, means that it's, it, it's not just that you're looking at cottage cheese. You're looking at chametz right now. It, 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 doesn't, 
it doesn't look like chametz, not in the conventional chametz that we look, it looks like a, a, a bowl of, a, of cottage cheese. But he's saying it's ma'amish, I'm just going to read that lashon again, kiluhu ba'en ma'amish. So, here's an important ramification of that. Ulefichach, says the Mishabur, mei devash, shakaren med, shechmitsu b'shamrei devash, shebishol kolashana, that you're, you're machamitzit with, 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 uh, with the, um, with the shmarim of the devash itself. And as you have med, you have fermented med, and it's a finished product. And you use that finished med in order to be machamets this new devash. But there's one problem. With devash arishon, the first devash that, was, that became the med, you know, the first incarnation of this med was you had regular honey, and you took devash arishon, shibishol hayyamachumetz mishamrei sheikher, the first incarnation of this, the first embodiment of this, um, of this med, the way you were machamet, that first sample of the honey was with chametz. You used shmarim shel shecher. You used the dregs of the beer, and that's what you used to, to, to ferment the honey. And then you took from there, v'zeh shebishalata revio chamishi. Okay, so meaning to say, you took shmarim shel shecher, you put it into the honey. That honey became honey wine. Okay, that's the first honey wine. Perfectly good honey wine. And this is back in January, and you took some of that honey wine, and you took that fermented material, which can now act as a starter on the next honey, took that and you put it into the next batch of the honey. So now that second honey becomes honey wine, beautiful. Now that second honey wine is fermented. You can take some of that because it's, a, it's an active, you know, bioactive material. You can take some of that and put it into a third and so forth and a fifth. Even that fifth and the sixth, the ad soifa oilam, will always be considered chametz. Because what's the pshat? He said it or before, because it's ki'iluitbe'en mamish. The, the first batch of honey wine, it looks like honey wine. No, 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 no. From the perspective of Chazal, it's not honey wine, it's chametz. It, 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 it's ki'iluitbe'en mamish. Since it's attributable to the, to the chametz, it is chametz. So it's not the vort that it has a memory of the original, the fifth batch of the honey has a memory of the original chametz that came into it. It's not a memory. It's not a... You know, it's not a, you know, a holdover from the original one. The second, the first batch of, of med is chametz. So you took from the chametz and you used that chametz to make, you threw chametz basically into the second batch of, of, of honey. And, you, and, and that second batch of it became chametz, ben, mamish. Okay. You have to actually burn it. You have to get rid of it. Okay, fine. Bezei, he says you can't even be makel on, on Yom Tov Achron, where it has other, other kulas. Okay, on, on that second day. Of, so the question at this point is, um, I, I guess, is, is obvious. I mean, we have a Ramah over in Kufiyot Dalid, and a Pischei Tshuva and a Pnei Yoshua that says that the, the act of, of, um, the act of, of being Machametz, or the Tzisa, which is attributable to the Shmarim of wine, is not a true Maimed. It's not a true maimed. But wait a second. There's a sugi rucha over here in, in Hilchas Pesach where it's just taken as a devra poshit that it's a maimed. So, so what's doing? And how come they didn't even struggle with this question? Now the Ramah, the Ramah only, you have to, I guess we could formulate this question in terms of the Ramahs because you have a Raivan that says not like him. So he could, he could pass in, I don't remember offhand who the bar plug over there is. I guess the, 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 the Ramah is not, not, I think it might be Rabbeinu Yonah, but I'm, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um, but um, I, I guess you could say that the Ramah is not, not beholden to that. Um, the Magan of Ram, we could ask a question on the Magan of Ram over here in Hilchas Pesach. 
Well, you, what do you mean? There's a, there's, there's a Ramah that seems to paskin not like that. The Ramah seems to paskin, if, if we look at the Ramah this way, the way that Pnei Yeshua is learning it, is that it's not considered a, a, a Maimed. If you can't make a visual, there's no visual transformation from the, from the Chafetz from A to B. Um, so that's, so one simple way, I, 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 one simple way of distinguishing is to simply say, well, uh, the Chumar de Pischa. Chumar de Pischa seems like a very straightforward way of being mechalik. By Pesach, yes, will be machmer. By wine, um, there's other coolers with wine. I mean, the fact that it's bottled shisha is one. The fact that it's nosen tamlev gam into other into water is another cooler of, of wine. There's various coolers. Maybe we'll say that this is a, there's there's various chumras of wine also, of course, in terms of the in the the that we have to make from it. But I'll call upon him. That's one way of being miyash of this. I mean, an afkamina would be if there's some other type of iser that's used as shmarim. If let's say it was chadash or something like that, um, well, what would you say about that? Um, is it more like the wine or is it more like a chumad pischa? I guess it's not, if it's only a chumad pischa, so then even if it was shmarim or of chadash, so then maybe you could be mekel and say that it's not a maimed in this, um, in this context. In fact, Rabbi Adler was telling me that um, the question that there was once, I guess it was a beta amylase, some type of an enzyme that was used in the production of a, of a corn syrup. And, um, or I guess it was a maltose syrup. Maltose syrup is made from beta amylase. Um, and uh, the question, in, and I think the question in that case was that the beta amylase was chadash. And the question was asked to uh, Rav Yashav Zechon Lavracha, whether the, the, that maltose syrup, which again is a corn-based syrup, but the, the, um, the fact that it became a syrup was, it was, um, was because of the uh, of this of this chametz the, bar- the barley, so is that a problem of chadash? Let me just be a little bit more specific. When you take a starch and you make it into a syrup, um, there's two stages usually. There's the stage of liquefying the starch. That's one enzyme is usually responsible for the starch to become a liquid, and then the second stage is the liquid has to become a sugary liquid. That's called uh, sacrification. That's the technical term. It, it's baking into a sugar. That's 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 the a second the role of a second enzyme. That second enzyme, in the case of maltose syrup and some other types of syrup like rice syrups, is often because of this barley beta amylase. Rabbi Neuberger has actually Rabbi uh, another RC rather. I'm sorry, has a has an account that's that's ramping up production of beta amylase from soy. Um, so that's that's good for the Pesach market, but um, or, or or better, but. Um, this question came to Rabbi Yashav. He said, according to Rabbi Adler, he said that Rabbi Yashav was mekel. That's not called a maimed. And even though it's from Chadish, he didn't worry about it. And Chadish is uh, obviously arguably midiraisa. Maybe we just say Hashav it's deraisa. However, you're going to want to look at it. He was mekel even in that case to say that that's not called a davar maimed. So you could say like very beautifully. That, I mean, there may be other reasons. Maybe he felt that just Hashav that's not called a maimed, but it also fits into this this mahalach that we're saying right now, it's not a visible, visible change per se. I mean, according to what we're saying now, if you take something which is a solid and you turn it into a liquid, that is a visible change. So that first stage, were it to be the result of chametz would be, would be a problem. Um, or chadash, I guess, would be a problem. Even chadash, even if it's not a hilchus Pesach question. Okay, so that's, that's one um, 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 very relevant example of maimed. There's another, um, um, this, this distinction, though, uh, again, as long as we're in Hilchas Pesach, it seems that a lot of the issues of Dabar Maimed come up then. In Simon Tav Samach Dalid, where it talks about um, chardal. So according to the Ashkenazim, chardal is a problem. It's kidneys. So the Mishnah Bura brings a maharil that says that if you take grape juice and you add mustard to it, 
um, that arrests the fermentation process. So it stays grape juice. So if it stays grape juice and that the, the preservation of the product as grape juice is, is because of the, the chardal, because the kidneys. So, so it's not like you're eating grape juice now, it's like you're eating kidneys. So that's incredible. It, it just looks like grape juice. But by Pesach time, let's say that the harvest was in October, November, September, October. It, it's not normal for grape juice to say grape juice like that. Comes Pesach, the only reason why this is still grape juice is obviously there some, must have been something thrown into here. Well, that, guess what? That thing that was thrown into there is chardal, is kidneys. Well, so that preserved its, its, uh, its identity. Well, if it's preserving its identity and it would have been something else, maybe that's called pu'ulaso nekeres. So it's actually quite fascinating. The question is now, even according to the, the criterion of the Pnei Yoshua, who says that it has to be a visible transformation, um, where he says that, the, yeah, it has to be visible. This is not a transformation per se. This is the, but, but Fakaret, you would have expected it to be wine. Well, no, according to all the sheets, it, I guess, it, no, it's Pashat. Even according to the Pnei Yoshua, it wouldn't be a problem because even it's not a visible transformation. It's, it's just, if, if going from grape juice to wine is not visible, it's just in the taste. Um, then it would seem that if you preserved it, it's obviously not a visible transformation either. It's just in the taste. So the Pnei Yoshua would only agree to this if he agreed in, to, in terms of it being a Chumrah of Pesach. But again, if it was some other, um, some other item that was, that was um, arresting the, the, the development of this thing from A to B, some of the Shara Surim, then Lechura, he would agree that, that that's not called the Davra Maimed. So it's Dafka by Pesach. I guess that's how he would deal with this Maharil. Um, um, one very interesting um, nafkamina also um, is the, the, this is an important question that comes up with us, which is, let's say that there's a polysorbate 80 or some type of emulsifier, which is iser. Uh, generally, these emulsifiers, the general, generally in my experience, certainly with the polysorbates, that there are going to be used at less than shishim. So the, the pool of an emulsifier it has, it has multiple different possibilities. Um, I guess the classic application would be if you have an oil and water-based solution, and you want the two to make, you want to make an emulsion, let's say of oil and vinegar dressing, and they're gonna naturally separate. And you wanna, you have to use a third ingredient in order to keep the two contained within each other. So it lasts like that. I, I heard in the name of Tzvi Pesach Frank, I think I looked this up once years ago, and is that, that, that he's mitzadeid, I don't know, I don't know if he's mitzadeid, I think he, he makes a hakir, whether that's considered an emulsifier. So according to this criterion, let's say of the Pnei Yeshua, that it has to be a visible change, it, it presents a very interesting question. And there's a compelling sad to say that it is because if you have vinegar and you have oil and you would normally look at them, assumed to be that it's two separate, two separate substances that literally they physically separate from each other. But wait a second, they're together. They're, they're, they're you know, there's a suspension or whatever the, the, the right word is, they're, they're together. That's interesting. They're only together because of this presence of this third thing, this iser, we'll call the, let's say it's polysorbate 80, which can come from iser. So if that iser is what's responsible for the emulsion, so then Lukhura, that's a, that even the Pnei Yoshua would agree, would be a, a real emulsifier. It's not a change from A to B, as we said before, but here it is affecting the physical appearance of the thing. I mean, interestingly, it's not, it's not so clear as affecting the tam of the thing, but it's affecting the, the physical appearance of it. So. That, that, that according to the way that we're, we're presenting it now, I guess that would be a compelling um, um, reason to say that pu'ula is nicker in the item. Now, just a couple other very practical questions, both in Hochus Pesach and, and Shara Surim. 
this came up um, with one of our vinegar plants that they wanted to use a, um, in order to make vinegar, we were talking now about fake making a, a juice or a honey into a wine. Another important fermentation process is coming from wine or some alcohol into vinegar. That's the second step of fermentation um, or the next step of fermentation. In order to get the alcohol to start up, to become vinegar, oftentimes they have to start up, they have to introduce a, a vinegar. So we had a case where a company wanted to take non um, stick of vinegar and add it to a kosher red wine production. And the question is, so very good, that red wine that's being, it was just red wine and it became red wine vinegar was, was facilitated or accelerated rather because of the presence of the, of the, the chametzik of vinegar. So that, so certainly the first batch would be chametzik because they actually literally added it. But if now you took that red wine vinegar, which is a finished product, and you took some of that, let's say a third of that new thing and added it to new wine and took from there and added it to more wine, weiter, weiter. So maybe for the rest of the, the rest of time, that red wine vinegar is always going to be chametzik because after all, it's ki'iluhu be'en. That's one, that's one scenario that we dealt with. And by Sharesurim, we just had this with Rabbi Sarshevsky, a company that wants to introduce non-kosher red wine. He was a little bit worried about the possibility of taking them, the, they have non-kosher red wine vinegar and also kosher vinegars. He wanted to know what would happen if they took the non-kosher red wine vinegar and added it to kosher, you know, regular white vinegar or, or alcohol in order to make that into vinegar, would that be considered a davra maimed? So according to Pene Yoshua, certainly in the second case by Shari Surim, it's a strong argument to say that that's not considered um, a maimed. And even obviously, obviously, we can't allow such a thing to happen. But if we had to don Pidyevid, let's say subsequent productions of that white vinegar, even though it was originally started, it was initiated by the red wine vinegar, um, we could still say, yeah, but it didn't have a physical transformation. Now, I just want to finally just end with one other distinction. Let's say that we didn't agree with this, this Ramah. There are achroinim, Darchi Tshuva brings achroinim that gives other yeshuvim to how to be of this halachim kuf yodalad with tough mem beis. Um, one is to say, well, of course, over here in kuf yodalad, of course, but there's talking about shmarim of yayin is only one of the, is only one of the, uh, of the shmarim. There's other types of yeast. And so it's a zevazagarim. That's the only reason why they're a mosmekel. Okay, there's other ways of being miyashiv. It's not at all, they're not, they're not uh, you know, super, super compelling. But I'd like just to make a distinction between honey and let's say our case of red wine, let's say we're machmir, to say that even by Sharasurim, let's say the OU's policy would be to say, but even by Sharasurim, we would say that that's not, um, that that's not, that, that, that it is called a, a maimid, even by Sharasurim, by Shmaram Shalyayin, you put it into honey, you made it into honey wine, and it was definitely less than Shishim. No, but we would call that Stam Yenim. Okay, will we do the same thing if you had red wine vinegar and you added it to alcohol and made it into vinegar? So I could make an interesting, dis, a, 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 a good distinction. The Yad Yehuda makes this distinction as follows. Honey will always be honey, unless it, it in fact, it's a preservative and, and it can preserve other things. It's antimicrobial. You can put on the wound of an animal, it says Masech to Shabbos, to make sure that the wound doesn't get worse. So it's a preservative. The only way it's ever gonna change is if you add a chimitz, a, a mechamitz to it to, to, to ferment it. But, 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 vinegar, but alcohol will naturally turn into vinegar. So, so, so if it's naturally gonna turn, this all this is doing is accelerating the, the, the process. 
So if it's accelerating the process, maybe it's less compelling to say that that's called a maimed. It's going to get there eventually. Instead of taking two weeks for this juice to become vinegar, if you add vinegar to juice, it'll become vinegar in, in 24 hours or 48 hours. Okay, it's mamaher, it's accelerating it, but that's fundamentally distinct, distinct from the case of honey, which becomes honey wine, where there's nowhere it could have ever been made like honey wine if it were not for the presence of the yeast. Same thing with milk. Milk is never going to become cheese by itself. I mean, I guess over time it'll ferment a little bit, the milk. Obviously not going to become cottage cheese. I, I don't know. That's, a, that's an interesting question. I mean, I guess you need other things, but, but that's the distinction that Yad Yehuda makes. So that's one other reason, let's say, in the scenario of vinegar, where you take a non-kosher vinegar, or even arguably a chametz stick of vinegar. With the Shus Yaakov talks about a case where you have wine vinegar, kosher wine vinegar. They take it with Muhammad with with the uh, with the chametz stick of vinegar, and he says that it's a problem over there. Okay, so those are some of the distinctions. And um, if I remember correctly, uh, the Igros Moshe uh, in, in the truth about cottage cheese yeah. uses this to to match the cottage cottage cheese. That it's that it's just an accelerant. They the, oh, right. they the, the uh-huh. ran it. Okay, right. So that would be right. Yeah. Of course, it's interesting though because um, the lotion of Tosfos. Right. Yeah. The, because the it might otherwise get there. Right. Now the lotion of Tosfos again though is um, in the case of the um, yeah okay because the vash it's going to be Lahamid maher but of course right we know that it's not just accelerating it in the case of the of the of the med it, it's responsible for it so yeah this right. last point, accelerating something this may last... itself not be not always be considered a um um a this last point that you made uh regarding that it would become um it would ferment anyways um it goes going against that which uh, the Gemara talks about social truma because the dough would have become fermented by itself anyways, yet you say that if you add social truma, the whole thing becomes truma. So it's a little bit of a problem. I hear, although I don't know if it would become, in other words, if you leave sour out, all it's going to do is become, it's going to, it's just going to become yeasty. It's, it's not going to, it's not, yeah, but it's not going to become bread. It's not going to, it's not going to, not, I'm not bread, bread you have to bake, obviously. It's not going to become a, a big dough, rather. It may. I don't, it's a, no, it just becomes yeasty dough. You leave dough out on the, on the counter, it just becomes yeasty. It just becomes moldy. And therefore, and therefore instead, of, instead of fermenting within an hour or so, however long a, a dough becomes, it may take hours. But, I mean, this, this is how, for example, they start, that's how they start sourdough. You let it, it becomes naturally fermented, so you see that it does become. So, it, uh, it, one, one needs to examine the social truma, um, how that would fit into into what we just talked about. Right. Um, but otherwise, yeah. was excellent. There's one final point that just remembering that just as relevant in, in, in our lives in industrial kashras is if there is something which is umad al yaday in Isser, and we are looking at it as it's a maimed, um, the, the prima gonim is mistopic whether you need to kasher such kalim. Rabbi Ganak told me that, that or he <coughs> mentioned once that the, the Rav, Zechon uh, said that, that in his opinion that we don't need to, to kasher kalim after the use of a maimid. I know this comes up, I guess, with the case of gelatin in the case of yogurt production. Um, I, don't, I don't know right offhand what we do with yogurt productions that, let's say, use the non-kosher gelatin to make the yogurt that was considered a maimed, do we kasha the kalim afterwards? Uh, I 
my understanding from of the Kanaka is what we, we wouldn't necessarily have to, as I said, the primo gunim is mistopic. The vort that it's pula is nicker. It's not nicker in the blias of the keili. That's the, that's that would be the lumdis. If if you say it's keilu, it's been strange. This hakira of what does it mean that it's keilu hube and mamish would have an afkamina on 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 the case of blias. If you hold that it's be'en mamish like the lashon of the mishnah bur, so then why would there be a a, a mukam to say that you don't right. have to capture the keili? It, it, it it's actually hametz or it's actually wine. And that's that's the thing itself. Don't you get it? That's what chazal mean. It's it it it's it's it, it's, the, it's there. That's that's what it why would. Why would it be different? Say that the whole void is that it's it... just a, one second. You say the whole void is that it's just a muscle. Meaning, it's not that. Of course, it's not there literally. It just is a muscle to say it's nicker. It's not. It's not nisariv. It's nicker. So since it's nicker, it paralyzes the bittel, and since it paralyzes the bittel, then obviously you can't eat it. But no, it's only a muscle. It has to be taken literally, and the bleas would of course be okay. Some of those are the two tzaddim of the prima gadim. I'm thinking in terms of kashering the keli. Don't take what, the. Don't take. When Chazal say it's kilo ben, when it's ben, when Chazal say it's ben, they don't mean they don't mean to take that literally. I think the Mishabur is why would it be literally? He uses one word, mamish. So I think he he's taking it literally. Why would it be different from a flavor? A flavor in the Dover Amaimid are two alochas and bitul, a filubel of leibotil. We don't kasher after a flavor. We don't cash after Maimed either, but I'm saying that, that, that this is learning that, that, that the Hamad is maybe more takif than a flavor. I don't know. I hear. I'm not sure. Shkoyach. Shkoyach to you. Nice. Is gelatin always considered a Maimed? What? Is gelatin always considered a Maimed? Not just a thickener? Often the Maimed really is the oh. enzymes that are conducive. Well, let, here, let's just come back to our... Oh, if you use gelatin as, as a clarifier in a, in a, in a, right, in a juice, right. obviously it's not going to be an, a maimid. But if it's giving it body, then that's the question. If it's giving it body, then even according to the Pnei Yoshua, that would be a good example, Shraga, that, 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 that if it's giving it body, then l'chura, that's a phys, I mean, I, I guess that would be called a visible, a visible change in the thing. I'm not even sure the word change is the right thing. It gives it this property of stiffness, you know, it gives it body, so to speak. So if it's giving it body and that's attributable to the gelatin, then, then in a chanami, even if it's used at 1%, you wouldn't be, I don't know what you mean by always, but then you wouldn't be able to eat it. The question is, what about kashering? You wouldn't be able to eat it even yeah. if it's at 1%. I'm wondering, I, I've seen gelatin used in different applications. Sometimes it's used as a thickener. It's a, it's a, it is, the product is what it is. I mean, you can make yogurt obviously without gelatin, kosher, and kosher yogurts. Yeah, but it wouldn't have start. the same. It wouldn't have the same body, I guess, right? I don't know. I, I, it might not have. The, so, so in a chanami, if it has the same tzura and it, whatever the thing is, just for mouthfeel. If it's just for the mouthfeel, that that then then the pnei Yoshua seems like he asked the pnei Yoshua what he would say. It sounds like based on the way we understand the pnei Yoshua, he would say in a chanami. Then it's it's it it it, 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 it as long as it's shishim, then it's okay. It sounds like, I, I think that's what he would say. I think for side, for, for side the issues, like to prevent the fruit from, from falling to the bottom of the yogurt, uh, I think they... Uh, ah, sorry, they so this comes back to, this comes, right. Oftentimes, oftentimes there's multiple reasons for some of these things. You know, it's the dynamic is actually quite complicated and, and right, there's multi, it's, it's multi-purpose. But if it's, if let, I mean, this would be, if it's just for mouthfeel and in a chanami, in hachinami, then, then it's no, I mean, the thing is, it's not just for a mouthfeel. It obviously has an impact on the tsura, on the physical tsura of the thing as well. 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Robert Price.